<coughs> I don't know if you can hear me, but uh, I have a little bit of vo low voice. You can't hear me. Can you? It's good. Amen. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you again. It's been uh, about a couple months. I was here in May, and uh, I'm so happy to see your faces again. It's a privilege for me to stand here again preaching. Amen. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking when uh, Pastor Dennis invited me to come, so I was praying, I wish I, wish I could preach like Dennis so you can invite me again. I'm, I'm going to try my best. Amen? Hallelujah. We open our Bible in the uh, book of Luke, chapter 12, verses 22 to 26. Luke 22, Luke 12, 22 to 26. Um, I have a habit of asking somebody to read for me. I don't know if, if that's a bad habit, if it's a good habit, but sometimes I think maybe if I read myself, somebody's going to think the Bible that Eugene has is not the same as ours. But can you come, brother, and read for me? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Luke 12. 22 through 26. Yes. I didn't bring glasses today, so this will be good. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them and how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? We are sharing this morning the word, uh, the title of this uh, sermon says, Do Not Worry. I, I, I think I was here when... Uh, when I was preparing this, when I heard about the needs, the prayers that we have to pray for, I found this word is really, really important to us. Amen? Do not worry. Amen. Before I start preaching, I'm going to share a little bit of story. When I came to Canada back in 2005, I was a young man, I was 23 years old, and... Um, I was living in a refugee camp. I was myself. I didn't have parents with me. I was just, just a young man, you know, wandering in a refugee camp. I don't know what to do. And I didn't know where, where UN was going to send me to go. But I, I had a hope that they'll send me in a good place, in a better country than where I was living. Because I was fleeing from my country. I, I had to go through a couple of countries to go to find a refugee place. So I end up in, uh, in Kenya. Does somebody know Kenya? You know Kenya. <laughs> Amen. 
And in Kenya, they speak Swahili. I didn't know much of Swahili. I only like, knew just a little bit. But I had to, to live there for a couple of years. In those years, I was living in a refugee camp. I was learning how to speak Swahili, how to talk to people from Kenya. So in those years, I was, I, I, I think maybe because I was young, I wasn't really, really focusing about my life. I was just, okay, now I'm in a safe place. There's no guns behind me, nothing. I think I'm okay. Amen? Then the UN had to process my, my case to go live somewhere. But I couldn't again ask them, where are you going to take me? <laughs> you know, they are trying to help you. They know you are in need. But they're not going to ask you, where do you want to go live? Because I don't know any, anywhere. If they ask me, OK, we're going to send you to Canada. Do you know anything? I, I have no idea, right? So I didn't know Canada, no US, nothing. So one time I was in an interview, somebody told me, you, you're very young. I want to help you. OK. That was a very good sound. It was a voice that I, I wanted to hear in my, you know, in my ear that somebody is going to send me in a good country. So I asked, where are you going to send me? He said, I'll send you to Canada, but it's cold. Uh-oh. It's cold. I had no choice. I couldn't say no, because I don't know anywhere he can send me a good place that is warm. I thought maybe even this weather, it's, you know, back home, somebody from Africa here? Nobody. You, you've been there, right? It's warm. But sometimes it's cold, maybe there's a rain, there's something. So it's a little bit cold, but no really, really like minus. It's like maybe plus 15 or something. <laughs> and then we say, oh, it's, it's too cold, you have to put a sweater on because it's, it's plus 15, right? So when I go back now, like even plus 15, it's too hot for me. <laughs> Amen? So I, I thought maybe Canada's gonna be colder like the way we have it when it's raining back home. <laughs> so I just came, so they sent me to Canada. I had a small sweater with me and it was, uh, was in November 2005. They sent me in uh, Winnipeg. <laughs> the coldest place ever. <laughs> so when I get out of the airport, it was warm inside. In the building, you guys know, it's warm. So as soon as I got up, it was super cold. I had to go back inside. I was like, what? Amen? But I had the hope I'm going to live in a good place. I was not worried about money. I came with a backpack. Amen? Just a backpack. And do you know what was in my backpack? You, you have no idea. I had only two pairs of clothes. That's it. I didn't have any debit card, nothing. No cash, nothing. No savings. Because I was young, right? I was in a refugee camp. I had nothing. No, I have never worked. You know, I started working here in Canada the first time. But I had hope I'm going to live in Canada 
the best country where I'll get everything. So I just came with a backpack. I said, okay, once I get to Canada, I'll, I'll find a life. I'll, I'll get money. <laughs> Amen. I was not worried about my future. Why? Because I was sent to a good country. Amen? How do you see me now? Do you think I still have a backpack home? <laughs> Maybe I have more than a backpack. Amen. That was, that was a short story how, how myself uh, one time uh, life was. So as I was hearing our sisters, there's need, there's issues that we have, there's problems always going on in our life, but there's hope that God is going to do something. He's in control. He'll take care of our body. He was, he'll take care of everything that we need. So as we are discussing this word today, when I was reading this chapter, I thought about what Jesus was going through when he was with his disciples. So they came to him, so many people, but God did not worry much about the other people around him. He started speaking to his disciples. Amen. When he was talking to them, at chapter 12, verse 1, he wanted to, to tell them that you have to be confident. He knew he's going to leave them one time and they will be in charge of the mission, preaching, taking the gospel of Jesus Christ around. So he, he wanted to fill them with the confidence when they are doing what they have to do. So he wanted them to stand on what he has been preaching to them. When you are giving a message to people, when you are preaching to other people, to non-believers, be strong, stand firm, stand still. Tell them about the gospel of Jesus Christ so they can believe, so they can know what you have known. Amen? So, sometime in life, we were so worried, we were so scared of life, we, we, we don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. But God is telling us not to worry about it. Hallelujah. Again, at uh, 12 verse 6 to 7, he owns them not to deny him. Sometimes through life, through what we do every day, sometimes we find ourselves denying Jesus Christ. Through what we do, through our daily living every day, sometimes we deny him. But he was teaching them, do not deny me, even when you are in a difficult time, even when you are going through so many things, even when you are in a tough time, even when you are sick, even when you are hungry, sometimes you will face all this, but do not deny my name. I went to work sometime, one time in Quebec. I was working for an oil company. From here in Edmonton, they sent me to go, uh, I think we were just a team of, I think, 12 people. They sent us to Quebec to go help other group that was working there. So somebody told me 
in that big warehouse. We're working on pipelines, you know, those pipe tanks. He, he, he told me that uh, in this warehouse here, we don't share anything about religion. I said, I'm not going to share anything anyway, but why, what's wrong with it? He said, I don't know why, but they said do not share. Hmm. Okay, you know, people in Quebec, they speak French, right? And I'm a French speaker as well. So I spoke to somebody in Quebec, the guy who told me was from here. I said, maybe this guy doesn't know information. I spoke to somebody. Why you guys don't share anything about religion? You say, well, some people are embarrassed when we talk about Jesus Christ. I think sometimes when we share about Jesus Christ, we don't, we don't tell people exactly what Jesus Christ is. He's here to give us peace. And everybody needs peace. Amen? So if somebody brings you peace, how can you deny that? You cannot. But sometimes the way we share about him, he doesn't let other people receive him. Amen? So he was telling them, do not deny me. When you are speaking about me, show the peace, show the love, show the life that you have, and you have got it from me. Then people, they will, they will believe from there. So this, my, my message is, is about not to worry. Life is, is something that pulls us to be worried every day. Amen. We worry about our mortgages. We worry, you know when you have a house, you, you always worry about what is going to happen if I lose my job. Amen. What am I going to do if, if my work stops today? You're worried that maybe you're not going to finish this mortgage. You're worried that maybe I'm going to get sick and then I'm not going to be able to pay this home. But somebody else doesn't have a mortgage. He's worried about bank to approve him to get a mortgage. Amen? You, you see those two things? Someone is worried, I, I can't be approved by the bank to buy a home. Someone else is worried, oh, I have a mortgage, but how am I going to pay it? What if I lose a job? So there's so many things. We, we, I, I am a, actually, I'm a father of four kids. Sometimes I talk to my wife, she says, oh, what do you think? Are we going to get money for these kids for school? Amen? We worry about it. Is our kids going to be a better citizens of this country? You know, there's so many things to worry about. But this, there's, on another side, somebody's worried, I, I can't have a kid. You know, there's people that they're not blessed to have children. And they really want to have kids. Amen. Somebody has a job, but he's worried Maybe I'm going to be fired at some point. Somebody else is praying for God to get a job. So there's so many worries in this life. There's so many things we are going through. But God is saying, do not worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. 
about anything. He was telling them, do not even worry about food. What are you going to eat? <clears throat> I think this word is specifically for us Canadians. I, I, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, I have lived in a country where people has no food. I want to go with my kids next year to take them back home, see the homes that has no fridge inside. People only cook food to eat right away and there was nothing left. You have to wait until they cook again. So my son was asking me, I was trying to explain this life to them. They say, well, so if I'm hungry, I can go in the fridge and grab something. There's no fridge, my friend. If no fridge, then I can just go in pantry and then get a drink. There's no pantry. There's nothing. Whatever you eat, it's just right away. What about breakfast, Papa? No breakfast. They don't have breakfast. I grow up, I'm telling you this is, I, I didn't eat breakfast until I come to this country. Amen? So Jesus was telling them, do not worry about what you're going to eat tomorrow. In Canada, it's only the place you force kids to eat. Am I telling the truth? Sometimes I beg my kids, please eat. There's food on the table. There's cereal. You can eat. One of my, my kids said, Pap, I, I, I don't really like to eat. Amen? There's another place where kids are hungry. They are looking for food. But God is telling us, do not worry about what you're going to eat tomorrow. Don't even worry about what you're going to wear tomorrow. Because he said, life is more than food. Amen? Hallelujah. Why do we have to worry? We have what to eat. We have what to dress. But what he wanted to tell us is to be sure that he's in control of our life. He takes care of us. He's, he's there for us. He's doing everything for us. We are just there to enjoy what God is to, doing in our life. Do not worry, my brothers and sisters. If you feel sick today, just pray God is there to heal you. If you are hungry, don't worry about food because God is going to provide for you. Amen? If you are missing something, I was, I was living a very, I don't know how I can say it, my life was, was very, I was just alone, a young man, I had no parents with me. I was supposed to worry much. How, I, I have seven siblings. My, my father passed away back in 99. So, but I only have my mom. So I didn't have my mom in the refuge camp. None of my siblings. I had something to worry about, right? But because God is in control of everything, he was able to protect me in a refuge camp. He bring me to this country and after many years, my mom came. Amen? My sisters came. My brothers came. Oh, then I read this verse says, if your worries cannot change anything, why do you have to worry about the rest? If our worries doesn't 
carry anything for us as a change, then we do not have to worry. If I was going to complain every day, oh, you know, God, you brought me to Canada, but the rest of my family is back home. They are in a, in a very bad shape. What was going to change? Nothing. But I, I kept the faith. God is going to do something. I believe he will do something for me. And then at one point, oh, I had, I had a good news. Oh, your mom is coming and your four sisters are coming together with your mom. I went to the airport. Everybody was, they was telling me, what did you do for these guys to come? Nothing. Nothing really. God is in control. He's doing something. If you are worried, my sister, my brother, maybe you have something you are going through that is really tough. There's a situation that we all face every day in our life. Maybe you do not have money at this time. Maybe your bank is not really helping you. Maybe you are not approved for so many things. Maybe you have a challenge in, a, in your life today. Your family is not working right. But believe, have faith, do not worry. God is in control of your situation. God is taking control of our life. He is the only one who can take care of us. Amen. In all situations, in all kinds of life we are facing. You know when you come without experience to Canada, everywhere you go they ask you, do you have work experience? I say, well, I haven't worked anywhere. Amen? Amen? Somebody told me, well, Eugene, you, you have no work experience. You know what you can say? Just say you have a good habit. That was, that was the only thing I could say in my first interview. Say, well, I, I haven't worked anywhere. I don't know anything about warehouse. But I, well, I went to school, though but no work experience. You know, sometimes people worry, even if they have a degree, but they say, well, I, I do not have any experience in any job. How am I gonna get a work? One time my son was telling me, he's 12 years old, I asked him, do you wanna teach other kids something? He said, but I know I can teach them something, but I'm, I'm nervous, I'm worried, maybe I'm not gonna do it good. You know. <laughs> You see how even young kids, they're worried about something. For us who, is, who are mature, who are adults, due to so many things we have seen, even sometimes we worry that winter is coming, right? So you feel like, it's going to be cold again. But even if it gets cold, is it the first time? Did we be anything because of winter? No. It's the same thing. Do not worry. God is taking control of everything. He's there for us. He's standing with us. When I came to this country, when I walk every day, I tell my friends, I say, don't worry. Me, myself, I was, I was not worried to come to this country, even if I came with nothing. Today, I, I don't know. Today I can say something. When I receive new people, I tell them, don't worry about anything. Amen. Don't worry because life is here. You can start from scratch, but it's going to come. You live 
Somebody asked me, Eugene, you know, my age, do you think I'm going to survive in this country? Do you think I'm going to get, and this man was only 45. How am I going to get a job? I'm already 45. Back home, if you're 45, you're getting already, it's not easy to get a job because there's not much work to do. So, why do we have to worry? Maybe because we are sick, but God is taking control of our health. Maybe because we're missing something, God is bringing it. He's going to provide. He's our provider. Don't worry. Believe in God. Have faith. God is going to take it, and he's going to provide to what you want. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's pray.